This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying. I was stifling a burp. Oh, well, thank you for not burping directly yeah. into the microphone, as you were wont to do. And we were too far into the show to start over at that point. Yeah. Um, I'm Tim. You were, you were, you, you, you coughed over it or something. You stifled a burp over when I wasn't going to introduce myself. All right. Well, good. I'm glad you were, uh. Do you want to just, you do the thing, we'll get it clean. Ready? Do what thing? <clears throat> start from the top. Okay. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of the hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tom, you seem unsure about that. I am one of the, the, the hosts. Yeah, well, because... Just say one of your hosts. It's one of those things when you hear it too many times, it sounds weird. Or just make it automatic. You've been doing it for 10 years. <laughs> well, I think I'm hoping that uh, I'll start by saying I'm one of the hosts, but by the end of the episode, you'll feel like I'm one of your hosts. Yeah, that's true. I feel like we are we have a duty to kind of welcome people in. Mm-hmm. We are the hosts. Yes. But we are also your hosts, not you, the listener. Mm-hmm. And so we're welcoming you to our communal table. Yeah. So we want to guide you through, well, I guess it's right in the name, guide, <laughs> to everything, I guess. Tim, you're figuring all this stuff out now. Why do you think I meticulously crafted that intro yeah, the way wow. it is? You're doing a great job. I yeah. just don't think you need to change it to from your to the. Okay. I wish we hadn't started talking about this because now we're <laughs> done talking about it. Yeah. And- and, and uh, else I to guess say. that's it for this week. No, I've got something to say, Tim. I had a uh, boy. I've, I screwed up big time. What else is new, right? <laughs> no, this is right. This, hey, right, folks. This is uh, this is when uh, we're the hosts, and we have you know everybody's here here is at our communal table. <laughs> I'd uh, I'd elbow the listener. <laughs> what else is new, right? Yeah, and I'd be like, you son of a bitch! I saw that. Yeah, and then you'd turn on them. Yeah, I'd, I'd be like, what else has he told you? Listener. And I've told them a lot Tom, uh, about you, start s- your predilections. Start singing. Start telling me what, what he told you. Uh, I'd be All right. throttling them. <laughs> um, I, I w- went to buy my soda the other day. And uh, <laughs> what? You used y- y- my. Yeah. Well, why not just a soda? Do you uh, have a a regular soda? Yeah, I have a regular soda. How many is this like a daily soda? No, uh, I is went it an to, hourly soda? <laughs> I went to buy a case of it. Uh, okay, I went to buy my soda, and my soda is for nobody else. I won't well, share this case with anybody. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Like, I don't know. I I will, but I also know like. I'm going to drink that case long before anyone's coming over. You encounter another yeah. person? Yeah. Okay. Well, that case is going to be gone by tomorrow. Case Nobody's is, coming over tonight. He's what, 24? Uh, 12. Okay. Half a case, I guess. Well, now now we're getting somewhere. Um, But I went to buy it, uh, and my soda of choice 
uh, these days is Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Right. Um, Very uh, European. No, they're just Coke Zero, right? No, they changed their name everywhere to Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Okay. Because Pepsi did it right after them, like the cowards that they are. Whatever. It's so there's no sugar, and there's some other poison that makes. Yeah, it there's sweet. like a poisonous chemical in there that makes it tricks your brain into thinking it's uh, sweet. Okay, um, I follow. But uh, you know what? I got too uh, casual, maybe, with my shopping. Mm-hmm. I wasn't paying enough attention. I bought a case of Cherry Dr. Pepper. Mm, Dr. Pepper, good soda. <sighs> Cherry Dr. Pepper. Look, it's the same thing as a bacon cheeseburger. You think it's going to be good, <laughs> and it's fine. Yeah. But, like, it's less than the sum of its parts. I yeah. love cherries. I love Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Cherry Dr. Pepper. Don't it's waste my time. It's way too much. Like, it's a lot. Like, the first time I drank too it. sweet? Yeah. The first time I drank it, I was like, whoa. Like, did they change the formula here? Um, they didn't change the formula. They changed the box to look like a Coke Zero. Your box. attention to detail—that is alarmingly bad. What? That you went in to buy a specific <laughs> brand of soda, uh-huh. and you 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 went in with one. Look, I hate that. But you had one job, yeah. and like, and you you bought the wrong soda. It's very clearly marked. No, I bought a couple of things. One of the other things I bought actually after our, our episode about uh microwave dinners last last week, I bought a microwave dinner. Hungry uh, that, man. Uh, yeah. Uh they they were all out of man pleaser, so I had to get a hungry man. Um uh I ate that for lunch today. Jesus. Oh God, it was garbage. Like I would have rather have just Who would have thought? like eaten flour out of the bag or something for calories than this thing. And then you look at the back and it's like this thing's so bad for you. You had How enough calories s- to last the week. Now you don't have to eat another one of those for uh, another seven days. It's not so much even the calories. I don't think the calories were like that. They were crazy for how small it was. But uh, it was more like saturated fat, sugar, not sugar. Yeah, I think sugar, too. And yeah, like you're buying the salt. zero sugar soda. <laughs> I got to get somewhere. You're getting, yeah. What, 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 was the, what was the meal? It was fried chicken and macaroni and cheese. Yeah, you're not going to get good fried chicken from a microwave. <laughs> yeah, well, this was just, I don't know. I thought it would at least be like, uh, like close to fast food quality. It was like several. You live so close to a Popeye's, Tom. Yeah. Well, I wasn't in the mood for for fried chicken. Well, I was then in the that's, mo- that's your first I was mistake. in the mood for uh, a microwave dinner. Oh. Just <laughs> that's what I wanted. Why? You know what? Gray slop. Uh, we had done all that research last week, and I said to myself, uh, you know, time to test this theory on myself. Yeah. Actually, Tom, mm-hmm. full disclosure, after that episode, you and I uh, and Marika went to Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see you buy a microwave dinner there. It wasn't. And I told you it was the other day. It wasn't yeah. that night. Well, then, I don't know. I don't see why you still <laughs> had the craving. Uh, it had been, uh, you know, uh, running in my mind. Okay. Stirring. I think it was probably what I was thinking about when I screwed up and bought this. You know what? I'm so stupid. I saw the Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper logo on the box, and I thought it was an advertisement for Dr. <laughs> Pepper. <laughs> What? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. 
<laughs> what? Because otherwise it was identical to the Coke Zero box. I Except thought. for the logo. <laughs> And I thought like time showing must, you exactly what was in the box. Look, I thought times must really be tough at Dr. Pepper. They're trying to push it on other boxes. Is Dr. Pepper and Coca-Cola the same parent company? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. And then oh, the yeah, same. I know so because uh, my famous story about the time I worked for Coca-Cola for a day. <laughs> And, and you got unceremoniously <laughs> fired. <laughs> I think I failed the drug test, which like I don't do drugs, but I think that was like I think that was their excuse. They thought you were a little too square. You're not cool enough. For oh, I almost color. broke my foot. I think that might have been another reason why. Um, but uh, the uh, the guy when we were uh, I had to go in stock. They they I wasn't uh, looking to work there as like a, a flavor tester or something, uh, although I had asked. Uh, no, this was just the distribution. This center. is just yeah. distribution. This would be working on a truck, unloading sodas mm-hmm. uh, during college. You're not cut off. You're not cut out for <laughs> truck work. I'm cut out for soda work, though. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're cut out for testing the flavor. Not even testing the flavor. If they're like, we need a guy to drink a lot of soda. Yeah, but like, if you need any kind of expertise or attention to detail, you're not the guy. <laughs> Well, I was I was blown away when we got in there because with the first uh, supermarket we go to, we're heading down the aisle. Who's at the end of the aisle? The Pepsi guy. I was like, oh shit! Yeah, I'm gonna have to fight on my first day. That's Did you that's probably like what immediately they crack all your knuckles. <laughs> no, I uh, I sucker punched the Pepsi guy while he was uh, uh, from behind while he was unloading uh, a pallet. Nice. Uh, no, picked up a big can of soup and just <laughs> smacked them over no, the head. I, brand loyal. I picked up a can of Coca-Cola. <laughs> um, the, but uh, when we were done, the guy, the the, the Coca-Cola guy was like, I'm going to put my business card. They have business cards. Uh, I put my business card behind the, the first box of uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. I guarantee it's going to be here still when we come back uh, like weeks Ooh, from now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, fuck Dr. Pepper. And he was like, hey, no cursing. That's why he got got sacked. <laughs> he was like, he didn't go to medical school for seven years to have some punk like you tell him to F off. It's true. Uh, I heard Dr. Diet Dr. Pepper tastes more like uh, the real Dr. That's Pepper. That's horseshit. That's just marketing. I don't know. I've heard that's that's true. Where'd I don't you, drink Where'd you read stuff. that? The side of a Coke Zero box? All right, Tim, enough uh, soda talk. Yeah, um, just full disclosure for the listener, we were going to do a different topic today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started preparing, and then Tom blindsided me, wanted to do a classic Tom topic. How much had you prepared? A lot. Show me your notes. They're all up here, and I'm pointing to my head for the listener. <laughs> oh, wow, but he has uh, a few notebooks balanced on his head, and they are full of notes about Instagram, yeah. the, the the topic we were going to do today. Wow, all right. Well, I take it back. And then you called an audible. You were like, oh, oh, the new Predator movie is coming out. Yeah. I must talk about Predator. Yeah. I've only seen one Predator movie, mm-hmm. uh, Predator. Yeah. The original, seen... 1987. I thought you were supposed to know all this kind of stuff. Tom. Well, maybe I do. Well, why are you asking I me? I said 1987. Yeah. Yeah. June 12th, I know 1987. June 12th, yeah. Who directed it? Uh, John McTiernan. Okay, nice. Um, and I've also seen 
AVP. Aliens versus Aliens versus Predator or Aliens versus Predator Requiem? I never saw Requiem. The okay. first one left such a <laughs> bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Tom, mm-hmm. take it away. Classic Tom topic. Oh, predator. Boy, the Predator. Is it the Predator? Is it Predators? I don't like this recent trend in movies where like, so now there are three Predator movies that are named Predator, Predators, and The Predator. Well, it's like, come on, guys. Here's the thing. Alien perfected yeah. it with Alien and then Aliens. But that always confused me as a kid. Yeah, but that was cool. Yeah. And also, like, if they just made those two movies, right. that would that would be like, oh, really interesting. And the S that nowadays... <laughs> and they were like, then the next one's going to be Alien 3, but get this, we'll make it like the cube symbol. Is that what happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if they... If they did a uh, alien and then aliens now mm-hmm. on the marketing aliens now, that's no, no, a good no, one. no. Nowadays, Predator now. I'd go see that movie. <laughs> hey, you got it. <laughs> it's captured the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the, the new modern day Predator. They'd make the S in the aliens uh, on the aliens poster look like a two. Yeah, they'd do some silly shit. Suck. They wouldn't trust everybody to understand. Yeah. They'd be like, the same movie again. But you like that when they did with Alien and Aliens. Yeah. And then you like... No, I didn't. Because like when they did it, I was a kid. And I was like, wait a minute. Is this one movie or two movies? Is this Coca-Cola or <laughs> Dr. Pepper? What, what am I doing here? <laughs> well, it was mostly like, is this one movie or two movies that I'm not supposed to be able to see yeah. and that will scare the hell out of me when I watch them, yeah. which they both did. I got bored when I watched Aliens as a kid. Well, you weren't paying attention. I wasn't. <laughs> um, I was a crap kid. Uh, a friend of mine's dad rented it and was like trying to watch it for himself, and I was sleeping <laughs> over his house, uh, the, my friend's house. It was it was his, it was his dad's house. His dad was his mom and dad right. bought the house, but like you know, I was probably like eight uh-huh. when that movie came out. Yeah, it was a new release when it when when uh, when he new rented to it. video. Yeah. And uh, I just talked the whole time, did a bunch of bits. Oh. I must have thought Wait, I was which mo- aliens. So, yeah, I must have thought I was so cute. Uh, man, if I were like the age I am now, trying to, and like aliens just came out, I'm like, finally, the VHS of aliens. Some eight year old was trying to wisecrack through all of it. I'm telling you, I have, I have, I frequently, not frequently, I often see this this man, my friend's dad. Uh huh. He doesn't like me. <laughs> uh, and I understandably. Think, like, I think if I had the chance to like plead my case as a 36-year-old man, like, hey, I'm cool now. Like, yeah. I'm not that shitty. Let's go watch Aliens. Eight-year-old that tried to do bits while you were just trying to watch a movie. for Like, ugh, Christ. I just wanted to, like, I can't go to the movies and see a movie. My wife doesn't want to see it, obviously. <laughs> yeah. um, and I can't bring my son. I'll just bring uh I'll bring it into our house to make everybody watch it. This kid'll fucking wisecrack the whole time. But that's like an R-rated movie. Why didn't he tell you like, hey, why don't you you and your friend go screw off for? Uh, well, there's the thing because it was a sleepover. It's Friday night. What else were we gonna do? Yeah. Not watch TV. Um, there's only one TV. Mm. Um, they didn't have cable in the house. But you know, like he would always just rent like whatever new movie he wanted to see. Yeah, we watch it. Bordello of uh, tale, Tales from the Crypt, Bordello of Blood. Yeah, Dennis Miller's finest work. Yeah, Dennis Miller wisecracking <laughs> in a movie where uh, uh, what it's is? just a bunch of zombies and naked ladies. Who is this? A bunch of naked zombies, babe? 
That's my Dennis Miller. Yeah, um, anyway, you, watch you, that. Okay. Uh, aliens. Uh, he made us watch Lonesome Dove one time. That was bad. <laughs> Well, anyway, what was that was like a CBS? It was a mini series based on I think it's a Larry McMurdy book, Murtry, Murdy, Larry McMurdy. Come on, Bing. <laughs> Tim's trying to Bing the name. Bing doesn't know everything. Bing doesn't know everything. Tim, let, let me read to you the synopsis of Predator. Okay. This is such a good synopsis. And like you could I Larry I McMurtry. Murtry. McMurtry. McMurtry. Still with us. He's a novelist. He's eighty two years old. Lives out in uh, Wichita Falls, Texas. You spell that uh M C M E R T R E E? You got it so wrong. Like an underwater tree? It's L A R R Y. Okay. Um Looking at like the tagline, not the taglines, I guess like the, the synopsis, the plot lines, the log lines of mm-hmm. each of these movies, you can tell like how much better the first one is than all the rest because all the rest have like such long involved uh, plot synopsis. This is the one sentence synopsis for uh, Predator. An elite paramilitary rescue, rescue team led by Major Dutch is on a covert operation in Central America when they encounter an alien who hunts them for sport. That's it. There's That's no a fantastic movie right there. Like you, you walk into any studio in Hollywood and you tell them, "I got an idea for a movie. Here it is." Bought in the room. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I got nothing else to say. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed that movie, and I don't like movies like that. Yeah. You know what? You know what I enjoyed about it? What's that? Didn't uh, tell you anything about the Predators. Like, no. At some point, like in the beginning or at the end, mm-hmm. you f- see that it like it's an alien. Mm-hmm. Is it at the end? They uh, like show us like a spot r- of a shot of space. Uh, in the very beginning, you see the uh, the aircraft, the like spaceship landing or like falling down to Earth, and that's it. Yeah. And then it's just like an invisible but, thing that's hunting yeah, these but like uh, all, beefcakes. Yeah, all the beefcakes, they don't know what it is. Yeah. And like they actually don't even like spend that much time speculating because they're just like, doesn't matter. This thing's trying to kill us. We have to kill it. Like yeah. it doesn't matter where it came from, what it is. Uh, what do they say? If it bleeds, it leads? No, <laughs> if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah. Uh, this movie has a bunch of uh, one-liners about blood. Yeah. If it bleeds, it leads, they say. <laughs> if it bleeds, it leads. That's my Arnold. Uh, no. If anybody uh, was concerned that a jet was taking off in the <laughs> studio, I don't know what that was, but uh, w- we heard it too. You're not going crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, it, not if it bleeds. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Uh, I ain't got time to bleed. Who says that? Uh, Governor Jesse the Body Ventura, Jesse the Mind Ventura. Yeah. Um, and which I'll get into in a sec, but the Shane Black is an actor in this movie. I'm gonna, I'm about to get into that. Okay, and that's sorry. what's gonna lead me into this. Sorry. Hey, uh, and if it bleeds, it leads, right? <laughs> right. I'm about to bleed into this. Yeah. Uh, very underrated in, when when Jesse Ventura says, uh, "I ain't got time to bleed." It's Shane Black's character who uh, Hawken 
Hawkins, I think it is, uh, who tells him like, hey, Rick Hawkins, he's yes. like, hey, Major, you're bleeding. And he says, I ain't got time to bleed. Uh, very understated right after that. Shane Black just goes, oh, OK. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> that's what you would do. You, somebody says something like that. You want to be yeah. polite. Right. But at the same time, you're like, all right, buddy. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go see what the other guys are up to now. Uh, um, uh, Yeah. So Shane Black, uh, who directed the new uh, The Predator movie that is out now. He also wrote the Lethal Weapon movies. Last Action Hero. Yeah. Last Boy Scout. He he wrote the the last duology. Yes. The Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh, Iron Man 3. He wrote, I believe, directed The Nice Guys, which I've been trying to get you to watch forever. Yeah, it's one of those movies that I know that I'd like, but also like, stop trying to get me to watch this movie. I'm never going to watch it. (laughs) It's such a good movie. It's so much fun. Anyway, um, yeah, so Shane Black uh, wasn't an actor at the time. He was uh, like a new screenwriter. and But he's like a nerd, right? In the movie, he's a nerd? Kind of. Um, Can we go through all the people in it? I would love to. I would love nothing more. Alan Dutch Schaefer. Yeah. Which is the worst name to give Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dutch? Yeah, just uh, Alan Dutch Schaefer. Nobody ever calls him Alan Schaefer in the movie. We have to get Alan Schaefer in on this. No, they say we need to get Dutch. Yeah. And then he meets up with uh, Carl Weathers, uh, who plays George Dillon. Yeah. And also they, uh, known as just Dillon. Yeah. Uh, they, they do that, uh, yeah, that handshake. That's really uh, the handshake heard around the world. Yeah. What is that? They were trying to prove dominance. Well, they were meeting for the first time in a while. They were glad to see each other. Uh, but also, so they slap hands, but then when they, as they're slapping hands and their muscles are glistening, uh, yeah. How'd they get all wet? How'd their <laughs> biceps get all wet? Well, it was just a jungle they, and they were yeah, hot? Yeah, they are in, in, they're supposed to be in South America. So it, I think it's just like, yeah, it's it's super hot and humid. Everybody's sweating. The muscles are always glistening down here. In South America, everybody's always sweaty? <laughs> yeah, and glistening. I didn't know that. Um, but, uh, Tom, did I tell you how good I've gotten at uh, the South American map <laughs> in Central America? Who gives a shit? Fair point. <laughs> I got an app. I've learned all. I got an app to learn all the countries. Yeah. Okay. It's a fun game, and I'm expanding my mind. <laughs> it's a fun game. It is. Are you gonna go down there and visit any of these countries? Yeah, eventually. Once I learn, I learn. <laughs> once actually, I learn where they are, for God's sakes. Do you know where Suriname is, Tom? I didn't even know that was a country. Oh well. Is it a country? It is. Where is it? South America. <laughs> all right. Hey, the app's working. Um, no, they. They slap hands and they do like a little um, uh, arm wrestling. And the point of it, Tim, is because Dutch is trying to prove to Dylan that the CIA has him pushing too many pencils. Ah. He's too busy pu- pushing pencils instead of pumping iron. Right. Which is what Arnold was doing, as evidenced uh, from the film Pumping Iron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Anna Gonsalves. Yeah, she's the the woman in the movie who has seen the Predator. Yeah, she's the only one of the main cast that was also in Predator Two. Mm-hmm. And she's barely in Predator Two. She like appears on a TV screen. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it just a clip from Predator One? No, when but the like gang you is like watching Predator One to 
prepare for fighting the predator? No, I think it's like on a TV screen. She's like showing a group like where uh, Predator 1 happened. She's not referring to as Predator 1. This is where Predator 1 happened. (laughs) Well, you guys know so you can get ready for Predator 2, which I think is happening now. Or is about to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Who's next on the list? Jorge Pancho Ramirez. Yeah. That's uh, uh, Sonny Landham, right? Nope. Richard Chavez. Oh, yeah. Billy is uh, Sonny. Yeah. I don't know who any of these guys are. Mac Elliott is uh, played by Bill Duke. Yeah, Bill Duke. I mean, that's he's an 80s action icon. Is he? Yeah. You Once you see a picture of Bill Duke, you'd be like, oh, that guy. He's from Poughkeepsie. I know that much. <laughs> that's all I knew. He never mentioned these in movies. Huh? He was in uh, Exit Wounds. He was in a lot. I can't remember. He was in all our, He was in Commando. I yeah, think. he was. Yeah. Um, Jesse, uh, Governor Jesse, the Mind Ventura uh, yeah. was Blaine Cooper. <laughs> yeah. The, one Blaine. Of, one of the great things about this movie is they all have awesome names. What makes Blaine? A I cool... don't. Nobody call Tim. They're all tough guys. They don't call each other by their first names. If I have a son, I'll, uh, his first and middle name will be Blaine Cooper. <laughs> and I bet you he gets his ass kicked at school. But that's mostly because he's my son. <laughs> right. And I'll just be like, just curl into a ball. <laughs> if anybody comes up to you and says something mean, get in the fetal position. That's, that's mostly because he'll be my son, and I plan on sending him to the school that all of my uh, enemies' sons go to. Yeah, school of hard knocks. Yeah. Make a little uh, Blaine Jr. into a man. <laughs> Blaine Cooper Jr. I think they just call him Cooper in the movie. Like uh, Mr. Cooper? Yeah. From Hanging uh, this with This is Mr. before Cooper. Hanging with Mr. Cooper, though. Yeah. Uh, Rick Hawkins, Shane, yeah. Shane Black, and Homer L. Phillips by R.G. Armstrong, played by. Wait, you mentioned Sonny, or you did? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. That guy's a maniac. He's dead now. Sonny Landon? Yeah. Um, they, uh, during the production of the movie... They he was had... a stuntman. Whenever they cut, cast a stuntman into a, 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 an actor's role, uh-huh. you know shit's going down. Because it's like, look, there's so many stunts this guy has to do. Yeah. They hired just a stuntman, a guy who can't even act. Yeah, well, but apparently they had to hire a bodyguard. The studio hired a bodyguard. For him, but the bodyguard's job was to protect everybody else from him. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody else is fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers and Jesse Ventura. So imagine a studio being like, I know, I'm worried about those guys. Was it just like a man with a gun? I think so. Something like that. Maybe... Maybe there's somebody to always keep an eye on him so he couldn't sneak up on anyone. I'd like to have that reputation. I mean... Look, I can't ever become a muscle, muscle man, Tom. You know this. <laughs> right. Because if I become a muscle man, mm-hmm. I have such rage inside me <laughs> yeah. that I would kill anybody. That, no yeah, that anybody that crossed me, anybody that like walked uh, into a subway before I could get out of the subway, I'd like snap their necks. <laughs> yeah, you'd you'd uh, pick them up and. Bring them down over your knee, breaking them in half. Exactly. Like Doomsday did to Not Doomsday. Superman. Yeah. 
It was Bane did it to Batman. He broke his back. Uh, well, yeah, I guess Doomsday did to Superman. It's but... the only comic I ever read, Tom. <laughs> the death of Superman. But he didn't break his back. And many grew comic- <laughs> comics. <laughs> Bane, when Bane did, he broke his back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know from Bane, Tom. Unless we're talking Bane Capital, in which, count me in. I'd like <laughs> to get rich. Got dollar signs in my eyes, Tom. Um, so I was looking up some of this other stuff about Sonny Landham. Um, because he... Because I was like, wait a minute, he was so unstable. They like hired a bodyguard. Like, all right, there had to there has to be like more to this guy. He tried to become the third predator actor to be governor. Uh, he ran for governor of Kentucky. He ran for governor of Kentucky. He was like a one issue voter, but he picked a well, one issue candidate. One issue candidate. He was going after one issue voters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, like, I think grossly overestimated how many people would be interested in this issue. And I don't know the specifics of it, but it was basically an amendment that was being made to Kentucky family court that he opposed. And he was like, screw this. I'm running for governor just to get rid of this amendment. And the reason why he was so familiar with Kentucky family court was because he was married five times. Okay. A um, lot of families. A lot five of different families. families. Uh, he had also, prior to this, uh, spent three years in prison for making threatening and obscene phone calls to his wife. Nice. So they sent him to prison for three years. Um, uh, and then, uh, well, uh, go ahead. To his current wife? Uh, I've, no, no, this must have been a few wives earlier. Okay. He's no longer with us, Sonny. Uh, um, sorry, sorry well, to hear that. You might not sorry be to the sorry. Landum, uh, clan. You might not be sorry after I finished reading the last fact about him. <laughs> Which was wait? What, what was his one issue? It, it was about this amendment. I don't know what the actual. Oh, I thought it'd be like, yeah, you should be allowed to kill your wife. <laughs> I imagine it probably had something to do with like what family him, court really what, frowns upon killing your wife, and or, I'd like to do this, or even just calling her up and telling her you're going to kill her. Yeah, um, they'll send you to jail for that. Uh, on his Wikipedia page, it mentions like in his bio, yeah, it's like a few sentences. Uh, like, oh, you know, his like, uh, background because he was part, uh, Native American and he's playing like a Native American character in the, uh, in the Predator movie. And then also mentioned, uh, that he, he is of Jewish heritage. Uh, you know, so like I'm reading that, I'm not really paying attention, but then I was looking for another article at the bottom, you know, in the footnotes on Wikipedia and I noticed that like, you know, uh, he is of Jewish heritage was like a, you know, footnote three. The headline to footnote three was Sonny Landham calls for genocide of all Arabs and Muslims. <laughs> it's like you really buried the the lead here on like, oh, he's, we found out from this article he's Jewish. <laughs> and he hates everyone who's not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And like reading it was from it was a transcript from a Republican primary debate. <laughs> <laughs> where, where he called for that yeah oh yeah outright he called it was it was post 9-11 and he was like nope uh the president said like you're either with us or against us and people were like and like the other candidates were trying to hedge like oh sir i don't i take issue with like you using those kinds of names and then Did like you just call them cucks tom what <laughs> no okay um what did i say that sounded like that <laughs> Uh, they're like, oh, we have issue with you using, because he was like using slurs. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, if you have a problem with that, no problem. I'll just call them. And they use like other slurs. 
Yeah, but yeah, don't worry. The, 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 the debate this. stayed civil from there. <laughs> Uh, Sonny Landon, we yeah. uh, we lost him too soon. <laughs> um, he so also during this filming of Predator, you got all these beefcakes, right? You yeah, got, uh, I defy you to name a movie with more beefcakes. Magic Mike XXL. Magic Mike didn't take place in in the South American jungle. Yeah, so everybody wasn't sweaty. Yeah. But they were uh, greased up, oiled up. These guys were all oiled up, too. They just said it was sweat. Yeah, that's true. Uh, But they were all hyper competitive with each other and would all uh, secretly, they would wake up before everybody else to work out uh, because uh, they, a lot of them would wake up at 3 a.m. hoping to beat everybody else because they wanted to be the most pumped up looking guy on set that Mm -hmm. day. Uh, Wouldn't you? If you were a beefcake, yeah, and you were in like that's how you you that, that was your identity, yeah, right. That's that's how you felt you related to the world. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, saw these other beefcakes. All these around. other beefcakes. Usually, you're on a set. You know, when when Arnold Schwarzenegger made Terminator, he was only beefcake yeah, you're the for freak miles. Show on the set. Yeah, they're like, hey, look at the freak. Yeah. This, you got to out-freak everybody else. Yeah, including the guy that they have to hire a bodyguard to keep everybody else yeah, safe. Yeah, to keep from killing uh, the Arabs. Uh, Carl Weathers told everyone that he didn't need to work out, that all of his musculature was natural, and then he would work out in secret when nobody else was around. That's a good, uh, that's a good tactic. It's <laughs> just such like a weird maniac thing. And like apparently this entire shoot was like, unbelievably hellish like it was super hot during well, the so day there was an invisible predator running around killing people yeah to say nothing of the invisible invisible predator running around killing people okay let's wrap this up uh predator one <laughs> at okay. the end of the movie they kill the predator or they wound the predator arnold has him like pinned down and then what happens and then uh you never actually see the predator no you until see he's like very badly wounded, right? No. Basically, the Predator Code of Honor is that they will uh, uncloak, decloak, bef- like when it's one-on-one. That's like a show of respect. You know, when it's like, well, there's a lot of guys around. I'm going to stay invisible. So everybody's They're been introverts. Killed. I don't recall. Is everybody except Arnold killed? Yes. And, and the, the girl's not. Right, because she comes back. The girl. The one girl in the movie. <laughs> I don't think they know her name in the movie. She speaks Spanish, and none of them... Uh, Hawkins speaks Spanish, but he's the first one killed. Right. Um, yeah, well, so the Predator decloaks to take on Arnold, and then he takes off the mask, and that's when he says, you're one ugly mother. You know you know the rest. Did they say it, or did it go... The predator uh, spits out his drink when he says it, <laughs> and it conveniently covers the uh, the the part where he's saying it. Um, yeah. So he doesn't kill him; he just maims him. He he has him like uh, beaten almost to death, and basically, it's like a, a moment where it's like, uh, yeah, I beat you. You know, uh, you killed all my friends. Mercy. You killed all these beefcakes. Yeah, but I'm not gonna finish you off. Yeah, I think he like picks up a rock and he's about to smash his head in, but then he's just like, ah, this thing's like wounded. Uh, I, That's I can't foolish. do it. I can't do He'll it. He'll just come back in the sequel. Well, no, I'll tell you what he does. 
he pulls out his uh, his uh, wrist communicator and does a few uh, tippity taps on it, and all of a sudden it starts counting down, and the predator starts going, <laughs> and then Arnold puts two and two together. He's like, "It's a bomb!" And he runs off, and it, and indeed it was it was a small nuke that went off. Wow! So the predator at the end of the first one is presumably dead, but we don't know that for sure. We don't see him die. Wow. But we're pretty sure because Arnold's running away from him as a nuke goes off. Quite a cliffhanger that will resolve after these weird commercials. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Tim, here's uh, more about Predator 1. Yeah, I mean, it's the Predator, man. That's the name of the episode. Well, I no, haven't seen the new movie. Here's the messed up thing, Tom. What? Predator got uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers yeah. in, a, in, a, in a murderer's row. <laughs> Some cases, literally, and then they get nobody except for uh, Elpidia Carrillo mm-hmm. back for uh, the second one. Yeah. So who do they get? Freaking Danny Glover and Gary Busey. Yeah. And just when you thought he was too old for this shit, and and Shane Black had nothing to do with that, and presumably Shane Black is uh, buddies with Danny Glover. Also, did you call him Dan Glover? Danny Glover. Okay. Dan. Like you. I call him it. Dan. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bill, Bill Paxton's in this movie Yeah Bill Paxton The only actor Who's been killed by A predator An alien And a terminator Freaking Morton Downey Jr.'s In that movie Oh yeah I forgot about that And Morton Downey Jr. Ooh. The weirdest guy Who ever lived Yeah A bad man When I was a kid who's I thought Who's worse Morton Downey Jr. Or Sonny Landon <laughs> When I was a kid I thought Robert Downey Jr. Was Morton Downey Jr.'s son Yeah of course <laughs> But Everybody it, thought that. It really did make sense. I was like, how are they both junior? I don't know, but it, it, they kind of looked similar. Yeah. Anyway, you wanted to talk more. Look, you mm-hmm. just said that the Predator 1 was the only worthwhile one. I think there's some good people in both movies. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And Not Morton Downey Jr. And there are good moments in Predator 2. I actually really like the idea uh, of having, I mean, Danny Glover is basically playing his character from Lethal Weapon in Predator 2. But, like, I kind of like that idea of, like, yeah, there's, like, an NYPD detective that's just kind of like, what? I don't, what the hell am I up against here? Um, a, pre- a, a predator? Pre- predator? So they've been trying to get Arnold back for every single uh, Predator movie. Yeah, but joke's on them. He only does great movies. <laughs> Well, no, because he told them he would be back, and they took him at his word. Yeah. He um, said it more than once. Yeah, and they're all like, nope. 
Guys, I just saw the latest Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. There was a specific call out to us telling us he would be back. He wasn't uh, the sex criminal that they they cast in the the newest movie. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, uh, they. I was a little confused because I know that they had a sex <laughs> criminal in the new movie. They cut his scene. Okay. The sex criminal scene, um, which we'll get to later. Um, Will they? <laughs> no, they wanted Arnold in every single one of these movies. Uh, and like every, yeah. And actually, honestly, like a lot of them, he was like, I don't think he was even necessarily at the script. Wasn't that good. He was like, there's not enough for me to do. I think he was more or less like, no, give me like $30 million and have me star in this. Right. And none of them wanted to do that. Uh, maybe predator two, I think originally like the first, oh, I like predator- the idea that suddenly, yeah. Arnold's getting real picky when the Predator people come uh, sniffing around. He's like, eh, you know, it's got to be, it's got to be quality. That guy's been in garbage yeah. movie after garbage movie I for mean, 30 Terminator years. alone, he's been in like, you know, four yeah. garbage Terminator yeah. movies. And they, they're they making another one right now in Hungary. Yeah, I almost donated to a uh, anti-gerrymandering thing to fly to Budapest and meet Arnold on yeah. the set. Uh, what a thrill out God, if you won that, I'd be so jealous. I would do that. I was considering like, because it's one of those things where donate money and the more you donate, the more chances you get to win. <laughs> I was going to sink like, I was going to take out a line of credit. <laughs> put it like $25,000. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have won, but if I won. Probably still wouldn't have been worth $25,000. No, to like meet Arnold Schwarzenegger for like, Two yeah. seconds and you being like, cool picture. Yeah, and be like, okay, I have to go fight the, the all the Terminators. Here's what I would do, though. Sucker punch him. If I, if you meet Arnold Schwarzenegger and you don't sucker punch him. Why? He's an old man now. Don't sucker punch him. <sighs> and also, Tim, I have uh, no uh, confusion. That if you did that, he would turn around and just pummel you into fucking no, he wouldn't. chopped meat. If I sucker punched him, he wouldn't do a goddamn thing to him. <laughs> oh, like you wouldn't even feel it? You <laughs> would swat away like, there must be flies on the set. Yeah. No, that would probably make you even more mad. No, it was yeah. a fly or it was me. <laughs> Stab him. <laughs> I brought this knife. I brought a switchblade. <laughs> um, uh... Yeah, they've tried to get I him back. I don't know why I want to hurt Arnold yeah, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, man, you love so much. I mean, I don't, I don't like him that much. He he was always on videos in gym class when I was a kid doing uh, like telling you to uh, work yeah. harder. Yeah, I was like, it's because of this man that I have to run the mile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this man thinks somehow running a mile is going to turn me into him. Yeah, uh, and it didn't. There's still time. Um. Should so, I do steroids, Tom? What? Should I do steroids? We've talked about this, that both of us should take steroids and become just like huge monsters. <laughs> yeah, right? That would be fun. Yeah, that would be a good bet. Yeah. In the next live show, if we showed up, we couldn't even fit through the door. We have a year <laughs> until the next time we do the London Bucket. Uh, Unless something has gone terribly wrong a couple days ago. <laughs> right. We're, we're recording this before our London shows. Maybe, maybe we caused such an uproar. An international incident. So far, the queen is still alive. <laughs> right. I'm always afraid before our London shows. 
queen's gonna die and they're just gonna cancel all the events yeah and we're gonna be shit out of luck we've bought our plane tickets and right. our hotel rooms what are we gonna do just party in london like no we of- wouldn't we'd have to mourn oh yeah <laughs> do they close all the pubs yeah, they probably close everything i mean the pubs are pretty sad anyway <laughs> right so maybe they'd only keep the real sad ones open they'd be like you can go uh, here because it's a good place to be sad well brother um yeah, but yeah, we should get super ripped. When the queen does? <laughs> no, it could be any time. Oh, oh, not ripped drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. If we showed up at the next uh, live show, ripped, riddled with acne. <laughs> but here's the thing. How bad could steroids be? Uh, <laughs> Sly Stallone is freaking, uh, what, 70 years old? Yeah. And he's ripped. He's obviously on steroids. And he's going strong. No, no, Arnold, I mean, he says he doesn't use them anymore, but like he, he used them a lot early in his career because they weren't illegal yet. Yeah. I think, that, I mean, kids, if you're listening, don't do it. <laughs> this is not what the Reddit's going to be. It's going to be, oh, yeah, it's boner uh, <laughs> pills and telling people to do steroids. Sorry we're trying to make everybody cool. Yeah. God. Jesus Christ, we're trying to make you sex monsters. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're trying to make you rich yeah. by betting. Uh, speaking of sex monsters, uh, no, actually, that's a bad. Yeah, uh, 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 Van Damme was the original um, uh, predator. Did you know that? No, I thought Kevin Peter Hall was. Kevin Peter Hall became the predator, but Jean Claude Van Damme was the first predator. In a completely like different a, costume. A sex pest? No, no. That wasn't the costume. The costume was kind of like a dog with grasshopper legs. There's That would have made a bad movie. Is this like a Jaws situation where like uh they realized that uh the effects were so bad that they just had to like cut out the effects as much as possible? Kind of. So what happened was they hired Jean Claude Van Damme because they were like, This guy's hot. The muscles from Brussels. Uh, he's going to be very, you know, like uh, quick and elegant and nimble yeah. as an alien. And that's going to make it look scary. But the costume, so it had like grasshopper legs, like the backward legs, like a dog has. Mm-hmm. And like, it just didn't work right. Like they couldn't really move in it. It looked like shit. There, there are a lot of, I do get mad. There are videos online of this thing and people are like, this looks like total garbage, but the videos are usually it's an all red suit, which was how they did the optical camouflage. Like it, it, that was not what it was going to look like on film. When they did the optical camouflage of the Predator, they used like an all red suit as well. Hmm. But anyway, With the dreadlocks. Did this dog man costume have dreadlocks? No, it looked completely <laughs> different. <laughs> Can I tell you something real quick? Sure. I was at uh, the Jim Henson exhibit at the M- Museum of the Moving Image a couple days ago. Do you? How often do you go there? Do they right add stuff it. to it? No, it's the same. Actually, there's less stuff than <laughs> the last time I went. Uh, but uh, there is this little kid there, and his dad. His dad was trying to get this loud little kid into stuff. And uh, he saw there was a Rolf, the puppet, mm-hmm. yeah. the piano playing dog. Yeah. And like the kids running through the exhibit. Mm-hmm. It's 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 an exhibit of all Jim Hansen's like uh, puppets, puppets and stuff and his life's work, um, which was puppets. Not uh, not entirely, Tom. <laughs> you should go see this. Do you want to go? I go every I every go tw- two or three times a week. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And uh, this the dad was trying to get the kid into Muppets, and this uh, is not a good way to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. Bring him to a museum. museum. Yeah. But he's like, hey, come back. Come look at this. This is a very famous uh, Muppet. Mm-hmm. He's pointing to Rolf, this big Rolf exhibit. And this kid goes, oh, dog guy? I love dog guy. And then this wasn't his name. Man, what a little punk. Yeah. Just set him straight. I kicked his ass. <laughs> nice. Beat the shit out of that kid. <laughs> Punched him like he was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, made me feel like a real big man. Yeah, he had a kid who thought Rolf's name was dog guy. Um, She's so excited about Dog Guy, though. This isn't my story. <laughs> it was somebody that I was with, um, but it was very funny. There's a whole big Sesame Street exhibit. Uh-huh. And again, this isn't, I didn't hear this, but somebody I was with heard it. Um, there was a girl that walked in, mm-hmm. a woman that walked in, and it was all the Sesame Street Muppets and stuff. Yeah. And this woman goes like, to to her uh, boyfriend or whatever who was there with him, she's like, "Oh my god, no, you don't understand. Like, I used to watch this show when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, I saw this. Like these characters, <laughs> I saw this. Like, whenever I'd go to my dad's office, th- like they'd play this show for me." When- <laughs> It's fucking Sesame Street. What do you think everybody's there for, you idiot? <laughs> she just been uh, thawed from the ice from... Yeah, she was like, oh my God. Yeah, like I'm the only... Like, no, 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 no. Like, this, this is, is a thing. This is crazy. Yeah, like, oh my God. I thought I never thought I'd see this again. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm so mad all the time at everybody. <laughs> this wasn't even somebody you saw. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it secondhand. And I, I, we were eating a meal afterwards. I stuck a knife so hard into the table that they asked us to leave. They couldn't get the knife out. Um, so uh, the, the Van Damme costume wasn't working. And also presumably Van Damme was being like a real piece of shit to work with like he always is. Yeah. Um, so they fired him. And they... This is kind of crazy. They shot for six weeks and then they shut down production for eight months and then picked back up and filmed the last four weeks. Um, and, uh, you know, the for costume. Eight months? Yeah. The costume just wasn't working. And Arnold was like, you know, I just did a movie called The, the Terminator with Stan Winston. We should get Stan Winston to do The Predator. Uh, so they were like, all right, we'll call Stan Winston up. And uh, apparently, Stan Winston did uh, the Terminator. Yeah, like gears and stuff. <laughs> the, the robot, yes. <laughs> the, the, the trying to think what Stan Winston exoskeleton. Because like in the original Terminator, there's not that much. What there there the, that was all puppets and stop motion and everything when what he was mean? like the Terminator, like when he his was skin... very he was very infrequently the Terminator. No, but like his skin gets ripped off at one point, and uh, you see that you see. Oh, I thought that was a real Terminator. <laughs> you see, a lot of people thought that, and then like the, I guess Stan Winston's pretty good. The last scene, the the Terminator, it's all stop motion. It's just the endoskeleton. Yeah, it looks like a freaking. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, if you ask me. Well, with red eyes, not red nose. <laughs> um, so they were like, yeah, we'll get Sam Winston. Apparently, Sam Winston was working on this while he was on a plane with James Cameron. James Cameron was like, you know what? I've always wanted a robot hat. Wait, they were on a plane? Yeah. So much stuff happens because people happen to be on the same flight. Yeah. And, uh, and like, they weren't coincidentally on the same flight. I think they were, like, on their way to Japan for, like, the Terminator premiere or whatever. Oh, that makes sense. And uh, oh, they knew each other. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and he knew James Cameron knew him from the same place Arnold Schwarzenegger did. The Terminator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the movie they all worked on together. Right. This makes sense. Okay, uh, this but tracks. apparently James Cameron was like, you know what I always want to see on a monster is mandibles. And uh, man nipples. Mandibles. Oh. You know, uh, so he's like, all right, I'll, I'll throw him on this guy, the Predator. Um, and yeah, he was playing. Jim Cameron came up with that? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and he, he like, you should set it uh, thousands of feet under the sea. <laughs> no. No, James Cameron apparently is like very uh, loose with ideas. Like if he has a suggestion for somebody, like he gives it to him and isn't like, and make me a fucking producer on it. Hmm. You're just like, yeah, here's a here's a here's a idea. I had mandibles. That's why everybody talks about what a nice man he is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh w- what's the name of the actor that took over? Kevin Peter Hall. Yeah, you and know Peter Cullen did the voice. Yes. Uh do you know uh who else Kevin Hall played? Uh Maxwell Smart on the sixties TV <laughs> no. show Get Smart. No, Tim, he played Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, yes, he did. Seven foot two, this guy. And he guest starred on Night Court as a huge but gentle mental patient who who humorously towered over bailiff Bull Shannon. (laughs) Someone taller than Bull, that I gotta see. He was also on uh, 227. He was on a bunch of stuff. He was... Oh, uh, he passed away, sadly. Yeah. Of tall man's disease. <laughs> no, he got AIDS through a blood transfusion. Oh, God. Yeah, he was, uh, died of uh, AIDS-related pneumonia. Oof. Glad that's you think that's terrible. such a funny joke, Tim. I don't think that was very funny, actually. <laughs> um, he oh, was, my God. He was yeah, younger than me when he passed away. Yeah. Really makes you think about my mortality, huh? <laughs> um, oh, what was the other role he was up for? He was up for something... Not just because he was seven foot two, uh, some iconic role that hmm. uh, it didn't go to him. But I mean, the freaking the Big predator, Top Pee-wee? The, Big John, no, the predator Big. and uh, and Harry and the Andersons, though, that's uh, pretty iconic, yeah. Um, I wonder if any of the guys, any of the beefcakes on set were afraid of him because he was so tall, probably not. I bet uh, Sonny Landham tried to <laughs> fucking murder him. Uh, and he couldn't see out uh, of the mask, so he had to like memorize everything with the mask off, and then they would put the mask on him. See, this is where I'm confused. I don't remember the Predator being in the movie at all. <laughs> he's he in was the movie. mostly invisible. He's right there in the title. Yeah, but at the end, he's not invisible. For like, what, a minute and a half? No, for like a good chunk of the movie. And like there are parts in between where like you don't get a great look at him, but he's decloaked like up in the trees, like checking out the skulls he's got. And you see like over his shoulder, you see like, you know, like uh, he's wearing like netting. He's wearing like a fishnet suit and he's got like clammy looking lizard skin. Mm, I don't really recall. Tom, I got a question. Yeah. The bubbling sound was inspired by a mixture uh, the visual of the creature and a recollection of a dying horseshoe crab. Whose recollection? The the Cullen, the guy who did the voice. Oh. Uh, they they replaced him in Predator Two. Yeah. Hal Rail. Um, Tom. Mm-hmm. So is this some sort of sick joke? Uh, Twenty years after Predator Two. Yeah. There's these two movies that have beefcakes all over them. <laughs> uh huh. In uh, 2010, they make Predators, 
and they uh, cast Adrian Brody and Topher Grace, the two freaking anti-beefcakes. No, Adrian Brody is pretty beefy in this movie. What? Yeah, he takes his shirt off, and you're like, wow, he got beefed up for this. I can see him getting cut, but not beefy. No, he got beefy. He's actually not as cut as you would think. Eh, he's pretty cut in it. Hmm. Uh, But, I mean, I'm sure he used steroids to do that. We should talk to him. Yeah. Uh, And I think Topher Grace, his character, it's like one of those characters that, in the the spoiler. All these movies have one woman in them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they're they're beefcake movies, Tim. They're, They're for... Women go to the movies and they ogle the beefcakes. They they soak no in the eye candy. No woman wants to go see <laughs> Predator. Yeah, they go and they're like, wow, look at... Yeah, Carl Weathers just got one of his arms blasted off, but look at how ripped he is. Yeah. Look at how oiled up he is. Um, yeah, there are not very many women in the Predator movies, no. which is lucky for them because a lot of the people... Because they're on, dealing with... Women are dealing with predators in everyday life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and the pre, this particular predator kills a lot of uh, the people he comes across. So they cast a sex offender as the predator in the new <laughs> Predator movie? No. Apparently there was a scene with a, uh, a registered sex offender where he is like uh, uh, catcalling uh, Olivia Munn's character. And then I guess afterwards, Olivia Munn found out he was uh, uh, a registered sex offender. And, was and like, a friend hey. of Shane Black. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A friend of Shane Black's who he's cast in a few different things. Right. And Shane Black's like, you know, he apologized, of course, and they cut the scene. But his thing was like, yeah, I was like misled about the like actual thing that happened. Like, I didn't know it was uh, like a child thing. Uh, I mean, so you know, any kind of sex offender, be it a child or an adult, oh, should yeah. not be cast in a movie right. just because he's friends with Shane Black. No, and like the the other people in the in the scene should be told, like if if sure if everybody on in the movie's okay with it, that's one thing. But you know, they weren't told because obviously most people would not be okay with that. This movie is star studded. The new one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jacob Tremblay. It's apparently also very bad. As a little boy, uh, Olivia Munn as a disgruntled science teacher and a woman who regrets being in the movie because a sex predator is in it. Yeah. Uh, Sterling K. K. Brown. Yeah. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Mm -hmm. Thomas Jane from the the penis show on... uh, Yeah, Hung. Yeah, on on HBO. Mm Mm-hmm. Jake Busey as the son of Gary Busey. Yeah, a role he was born to play. More ways than one. And Brian A. Prince. And introducing Brian A. Prince (laughs) as the Predator. I wonder if he's another tall man. Probably. Apparently, it's New Predator. They've got like an even taller Predator. Wow. They're innovating. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's how they're... I don't know. Stuff like that's stupid. (laughs) These are things I don't like. What, that the predator keeps getting taller? Don't make taller predators. Because you're afraid of tall <laughs> Look, people. Look, he's scary enough as it is. You need to make him 15 feet tall. Yeah. Uh, and I don't like in these movies when they make like a, like a, the predator into a good guy. Just have him be a bad guy. The predators are real pieces of shit, let me tell you. Every- they're, they're 
toying with mankind. Yeah, but, but people are always like, oh, but like they have a code of honor, like because like in Predator 2. Yeah, the same way freaking uh, those uh, people that like kill elephants are just like, <laughs> yeah, I'll use this, no, this it's, machine it's gun. It's even but... worse than that because like in Predator 2, they, they make a point of like he sees through thermal vision that like a woman's pregnant and he leaves her alone. Right. Like there are a lot of parts in that, you know, he decloaks when it's one-on-one and like Against Arnold, he takes... Because it's all a game to these yeah, sickos. he takes off all of his armor and everything. But the but the thing that doesn't even make them honorable is like, yeah, and then when they lose, they fucking nuke the whole place. Yeah. <laughs> They're sore true. losers. Sore losers. They're sanctimonious pieces of shit, these predators. I'm sick of it. If you like the show, uh, go to tcgte.com for all the things. Uh, and Tom will tell you more. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. And you can follow Tim on those things at your pal, Tim. Yeah. Sorry. I was looking at Twitter. (laughs) Also, uh, uh, support our sponsors. If, if that's something you'd like to do, you can check out our Patreon at tcgt.com slash pledge for a bunch of fun stuff like weekly mini episodes and tcgt.com slash Amazon for your normal everyday Amazon shopping. Um, did you know that Predator 2 was initially the first movie rated NC-17? Was it very sexy? It was very violent. Ah. So much violence that they made it uh, NC-17. But then they were like, oh, no, we don't want this to be the first <laughs> NC-17 movie. We'll cut out a couple of, uh, you know, beheadings or whatever. violence didn't actually get you uh, NC-17. I don't know. Do you know uh, the, the the some of the people the Predator has fought in comic books, Tim? Batman. He's fought Batman. He's fought aliens. He's fought Terminators. Mm-hmm. He's fought Superman. He's fought the Justice League of America, Judge Dredd, Tarzan, everybody, and Archie Andrews. What? Yeah. Did he win? Uh, the Predator won, yes. Okay, so Archie died. Yeah. Phew. Uh, the Predator went after Veronica. He he. No, not that in that way. He wanted to kill Veronica. No, I was just like, she's oh, tough. she's. Uh, I wouldn't take. I'd I'd rather fight Archie than Veronica. You know why he uh, was trying to kill Veronica? To get her dad's fortune? No. <laughs> the Predator has no use for money. I don't know. No, you idiot. It's because he uh, turned out he had a crush on Betty. Huh. The Predator. What does getting Veronica out of the way have to do Because he saw them? them fighting, and he was like, oh, they don't like each uh, other. I know we will impress Betty. I'll kill Veronica. It'd be weird if Betty was like, now I'm dating the Predator because he... Do- freaking murdered a lady that's how it ends really it ends with uh veronica like almost dies and when she wakes up betty had used like a a machine to like heal her and betty was in the process of using that machine on the predator to make him look like archie comic books are fucking stupid (laughs) we'll see you next week That was a HeadGum Podcast.